What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to a very, very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode, we'll be discussing Family Ties Vacation. That's right, this TV movie aired on the 23rd of September, 1985. And with me to discuss this TV movie of Family Ties is my very special co-host, Keith. Hey, hey, how you doing, Phil? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing fantabulous. Super excited to be back uh, doing this again. Absolutely. And very excited for this very special, very, very special episode. You don't get more special than this, even no. <laughs> including the creepy Uncle Arthur episodes. Oh, this is I mean, this is like next level special. There's oh, I mean, yeah, every sitcom from, I don't know, at least the 70s and 80s, but probably before that, you always had to have a made for TV movie, a big and it's always a vacation special. They always go somewhere. Brady Bunch went to Hawaii, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. goes somewhere. They'd get the idol or something, right? The little tiki idol. And that one was very, like, out of character for the show as well. Yes. And Family Ties delivers on that in spades. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do, where to even begin on this movie? <laughs> First of all, it's it's on film. It's not in front of a TV studio audience. Like, this is a movie. Yeah, no, totally a movie. Different vibe, different feel. The characters were a little bit, they felt, I think they didn't, have, like, have their comfort zones. They didn't know what to do. It definitely had, I mean, it was very funny, but it had a little bit of different tone, a lot more, well, intrigue, you know, as we'll see in a bit when we talk about that. But it was, I don't know, overall, I'm just going to say up front, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was really fun. I did too. I did too. So I'm curious because I watched it on YouTube. Uh, Thank you, Julia, for sending the link. I was able just to (laughs) use that uh, link perfectly and uh, watch the movie. It was an hour and like 35 minutes and some some seconds. I don't know. What was it on the DVD? Do you remember offhand? Oh, I don't remember the exact time code, but it was somewhere around an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if they would have stretched that with commercials to be two hours or two and a half hours. That's a good question. I feel like that's got to be at least two and a half hour. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, because I'm thinking if it's an hour and like 35 or 36 minutes, that really only leaves like... 24 minutes of commercials. Even if you do three, that's only eight commercial breaks. That's not very long. Now, the YouTube version that you watched, did you, did it feel like it was taped off a TV? Or do you think it was like ripped from a DVD? In other words, does it Ooh. feel like it was high quality? It, it did feel like it was good quality. It didn't feel like it was like a camera pointed at a TV or anything like that. Okay. So it could have been like... Maybe somebody, you know, recorded it from like a VCR tape when it was on TV and then they yeah. switched that to digital. Was there space for commercial breaks? Like, could you tell they were fading out or anything like that? So there was a couple of times when it would fade out to, to black, to a black screen, and you would have about uh, two heartbeats and then it would come back on and it would, you know, and, and it felt like that would have been where they would have taken a commercial break. Okay. But for the most part, you know, they just, there was a little bit of a pause and then you'd get a scene change. Yeah, because I feel like on the DVD version, they must have like tightened it up a little bit, edited it because... It, it felt like a cohesive unit. Like, it never felt like it was... I couldn't have told you where they would have cut away for commercial by watching the DVD version. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then this was probably definitely pulled from TV then. And then they just clipped out the commercials. I mean, that's my best guess. Because really, I, I mean... And I wasn't, like, super closely looking for it. But never once was I like, oh, that's where a commercial would have been. Yep, I bet yours was definitely a little bit uh, cleaner, a little bit tighter, so... Seems like it. Well, that's good. We have two different perspectives then. We have so many fun, special things that we're going to do on this episode. We've got, of course, you know, Keith and I, we're going to be here. That's pretty special. I mean, that is special. It's always a very special episode with Keith here. But we have some guests. We've got some people that sent in stuff. And we have, well, just all kinds of great stuff that we're going to throw out at you guys. And I think we're going to... We're going to do our take on it first. We're going to do a little bit of discussion, and then we'll go into the stuff that we got from the guests. Yep. We already know what the guests said, more or less, so we'll try not to overlap too much, but you're going to want to hear their perspective as well. Yes, definitely. 
So tell us about it, Phil. All right. Well, I'm going to do a very brief rundown of what happens in the movie. So I guess spoilers, if you guys haven't watched it yet, you're definitely going to want to watch Family Ties Vacation because it's fun. And that's what we're going to talk about on the show. (laughs) I mean, it was 30 plus years ago. So I feel like we gave you time to watch it. I this probably so the moratorium on the spoiler alert is up. Yes. But just in case. I I'm going to do a brief rundown here. Now first of all, before I get into it, my memory of watching it cuz I I didn't watch it as a kid. I watched it when I was rewatching it back in like 2011. No. Oh. And I remembered, you know, a lot of the tone of it, but I had for some reason made it out that it was a murder mystery in my brain. And I think I even said that on the show here a couple of times that they get involved with a murder mystery. Yeah, I think you did. And there's no murder involved. There definitely is mystery and intrigue, but everyone stays alive at the end, at least to the best <laughs> of our knowledge. <laughs> so, so just to dispel that error there, that's a corrections right up front. So we start out and the Keaton family, we see them driving into New York to fly out to Europe. Now, what's interesting, they live in Ohio and yet they were flying out of Kennedy Airport in New York. So did they drive all the way there to then fly out of the airport? They must have because... Well, we don't see their car. We just see cars in well, general and well, like traffic. But I, I thought yeah. we saw like a wagon, though. Did we not? I don't remember seeing a wagon. I just remember seeing hmm. like traffic, and then you know seeing like road signs, and you know hearing Mallory talk about how she uh, forgot her blue jacket. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they definitely flew out of New York and then back into New York. Whether or not they drove there or not, I guess that remains to be seen. But we did. It looks like it. To me, I thought it looked like they drove there. So maybe they did like a little road trip on the way. Who oh, knows? there you go. I yeah. mean, New York's not that far away from Ohio. Maybe it was cheaper just to, to drive and fly out of there. Mm. Well, and I bet most flights would have to go from New York just because, you know, planes weren't as good and efficient as they are now. Yeah, so they would have had to do a connecting flight there anyway. Yep. We'll have to look up the plane routes from the 80s. But until we get there, we're just going to go on from that point. (laughs) It was great. I mean, first of all, we didn't have the opening title song at all. Um, In fact, it kind of opens just quiet and we hear them talking and it shows like it's kind of an artistic thing where they're as they're doing the credits, we see their passports passing by. And my favorite gag right up on front there was uh, you see everyone's passport, you know, Stephen and Elise and Jennifer and Alex, they all look pretty normal. And then (laughs) Mallory's passport was totally like a glamour shot, like at the mall or something, which was fantastic. (laughs) She's got her her shoulder in front of her face and she's, you know, giving a sassy look to the camera. It was very, very Mallory. So I love that. (laughs) Uh, We also found out right away that, uh, you know, as they're getting on the plane, that they did not bring Andy, the newest Keaton, along with them because he had a cold. So that's a bummer for Andy, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, hey, we're all going, but not you. Well, I mean, you know, he's little at this point. Obviously, he's a baby still, so he's probably not going to be aware of it. But I feel like that's just an excuse for leaving the baby behind so they can go to Europe without a kid. Yeah, which I think is probably a good bet when, you know, the baby is that little in the first place. And he stayed with Grandma. You know, he's fine. Ma. You mean Ma? Ma, that's right. That's what Stephen called her. Stephen calls her Ma like a (laughs) hundred times in a row. Well, and yeah, I, I wasn't sure at first because I thought he was talking to his mom, but then... You know, because earlier on they said he, that the baby was with Elise's mom, but then he was calling her mom. And I'm like, wait, is it his mom? But that's just what he calls his in-law. Which is kind of funny because uh, Elise calls Stephen's mom May, and Stephen calls her mom Ma. So seems like there's definitely a little more interaction between the two of yeah, them. Yeah, they definitely have a closer relationship. Well, anyway, they have a flight. Uh, you know, Alex is, of course, super nervous. <laughs> he doesn't want to unbuckle his seatbelt. And the girls got the much better seats. They got the window and Steven and Elise and Alex were crammed in like that middle aisle they have on the giant jets. But along the way, uh, Elise is sitting next to this guy, this mysterious stranger who she winds up talking to. You know, he definitely seems a little shady. And at one point he goes into the bathroom and he hides something mysterious, which we find out later is microfilm inside of a brush. And then he slips the brush into her bag as he leaves the plane. And the intrigue begins. Bum, bum, bum. 
So right when they get off the plane, this guy that she was sitting next to gets like tackled by the police and they drag him away. And he, as he's being dragged away, signals to these two other spies that Elise is the one that he slipped the microfilm to. Right. And so now we've got these two great spies. They're going to follow them throughout the movie. They were really funny, by the way. They were funny. Very like slapsticky. Yes. Slapsticky, just like disorganized, kind of bumbling crooks. Yeah, and you definitely had like the one guy is the straight man and one guy is the like goofus, like a Laurel and Hardy or something like that, you know. <laughs> the whole premise of them coming to Europe in the first place was Alex got this two week exchange to go to Oxford. Mallory thought it was Ox Blood, but it's to Oxford. He's going to stay there on a study thing for two weeks during the summer. Um, and meanwhile, the family is going to come and they're staying 60 miles away in a hotel and they're going to do, you know, sightseeing and stuff while he's at this thing. <laughs> and there's a couple interesting things with that, because first of all, Alex is only staying an hour away from them and he's in college. He's been in college for a while, but Elise acts like he's she's sending him away like forever She's very emotional yes. as they like drop him off and oh I just don't know if we're gonna see him again. Oh, should we stop by? He might have forgotten this. Oh, this is his brush. I gotta bring him his brush. And I don't know. I just thought it was funny because he's gone for like two weeks and they visit with with each other throughout those two weeks. Oh yeah, like I think they were probably saw him two or three times a week minimum. So really, that should be how often he's going to college anyway when he's at home, right? <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> well, theoretically. <laughs> so the brush, basically throughout the movie, the two spies are trying to get their hands on the brush. They keep popping up all over the place in different disguises. You know, they disguise themselves as bellhops or servers or uh, all kinds of different things. And they keep going after this brush. Now, the funny thing with the brush, of course, no one recognizes who it is. But everybody, like, touches it when they eventually meet up with the policeman. He's, like, touching all over the brush. Someone, the guy offers to borrow a, or asks to borrow a brush <laughs> uh -huh. from Elise. And she, she looks like, around as if she's going to. Uh -huh. Yeah, like, why are people sharing those things? Like, do they not have lice in Europe and to the 80s? Were they not aware of, like, germs and stuff? Like, that super grossed me out. It's so weird and gross. There's not an Ice Cube's chance I would ever do that or borrow one. No. None, none percent. Yeah, unless I'm like, I'm going to throw this brush away, so if you want it, you can have it. That's it. Like, I'm not taking back something that someone else rubbed through their gross hair. Yeah, never. Ugh. Especially not a stranger. <laughs> we'll clean the bristles, though. It's part of the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And then he said, oh, my son's at Oxford. And he's like, oh, that's on our delivery route. Or <laughs> yeah, 60 miles away. So uh, bizarre. I loved the bit, too, when they're, like, kept bringing him towels in the hotel to try to get uh, in there to get at the brush. And yes. they just keep piling up more and more in the bathroom. <laughs> he opened the door, and it was, like, packed full of, of towels all the way to the top. And Steven's like, even if we bathe every minute of the next 10 days, we won't be able to use all these towels. <laughs> Steven was very Steven. I feel like of all the characters, well, Alex was pretty Alexy, but Steven was the most... Steven, I felt like he was very like witty with his one-liners and stuff. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I definitely think he was the most like his normal self on the show. I guess Mallory too, though. Mallory was pretty Mallory-y. It was weird seeing her romantic though. Like that that part didn't really that wasn't very familiar. <laughs> uh, wait, I hear it's gonna get even more romantic at some point. Oh yeah, I know this is gonna be interesting because I happen to know that some romance is on the way this season for Mallory, and yet. She left off, well, I guess, spoiler for this episode alert, but the guy she's involved with, she says, I love you, too. And that's where they leave it off is like kissing and saying, I love you. Yeah, and he said he was going to come visit her and Alex and Jennifer. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, as the family is, you know, unwittingly fending off these bumbling spies in London, Alex is having a hard time fitting in in Oxford. He's got a roommate who is a lower level royalty. He's a lord of something. And he and his buddies, who are all upper class, you know, kind of jerks, they all give him a hard time. They do a lot of hazing, and and Alex thinks they're being nice to him, and then they trick him, and he has a lot of mishaps there. And so he struggles to get along, but eventually he wins the respect of his roommate, who then invites him to be a part of their rowing crew for a race. Oh, yeah. A rowing race, like a crew race. Yes. His roommate's name is Lord William something or other. And 
when he's being dropped off, he meets Mallory and he falls in love with Mallory. And so they wind up eventually, the whole family comes and visits him at his manor for the weekend, which again, they're only there for two weeks. Right. I mean, what do they do with their hotel that they were staying at for that week? Just keep paying on it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You don't want to lose your room. I mean, I, that seemed like it was weird that they would just leave. But I guess if you get invited to royalty, you got to go, right? Oh, definitely. I would go in a heartbeat. Yeah. And it was really cool. It was a great manor out in the countryside. Seriously, like a castle this guy lives in. Oh, yeah. And so Mallory can't help falling in love. No. She was set up on that one. So anyway, they go, they spend this weekend out there. Well, of course, somehow the spies managed to get themselves on the staff at the house. So they're out there as well. Oh, and the policeman who contacted them earlier, he also came out and is undercover to look out for the spies. Of course, he's never aware the spies are actually there. He's not an incredibly efficient uh, detective. So they're out there for the weekend. Alex then is uh, heading off. He heads off with his roommate to go to this race. And meanwhile, the family puts together the fact that the brush is where this microfilm is being hidden. And they realize that they sent it off with Alex. So they all race after him to go to this race for this final showdown at the race. And <laughs> meanwhile, all the, the two spies gather other spies and they like go in and they disguise themselves as another crew team and they go out on the river and race with them trying to i don't understand how they were going to get the brush from him on the river like yeah they're like give us the brush or else why would he have had that in the boat just in case his hair got wet maybe i suppose so but that's about the... It's not like he had his luggage right next to him, so... Yeah. So bizarre. Anyway, after the race, uh, Alex and his team win, and they're all celebrating. And then Alex and Mallory are kidnapped right out of the middle of this giant crowd, where I don't understand how they couldn't be like, Hey, all you hundreds of people around us were being kidnapped. I mean, I guess if they had guns on them, but they didn't really show that, so... I don't yeah, know. not at first, especially not during that scene. So they take them because they found out that previously Alex had given the, his roommate's father, who was part of the House of Lords, he gave him the brush as a gift. And so they go off towards the House of Lords because that's where it's at. House of Lords. I think it's like Parliament. Is that right? Like it's like yeah. their their legislature, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's where they all dress in the fancy wigs and everything. And so they go and they invade, like, the changing room for all the House of Lords and stuff. <laughs> and so then a showdown happens. The, the the family, the Keatons, show up and they all throw on House of Lords outfits and run in there. And the spies are in House of Lords outfits. All kinds of chaos ensues. And eventually they're found out. The Keatons get away, they're safe, and everything is happy. The spies are captured, and it's a happy ending. It is a happy ending. We put a nice little bow on it and uh, wrap it up. We did. And then, as I said, at the airport, and Lord William comes to see off Mallory, and they're very romantic, and he says, I love you, and I'll come visit you. And She even says it back to him. She's like, I love you, too. And then we finish off, they head off on the airplane, and we get a great, like, remix or re-recording of the theme song. Yes! All instrumental version, too. Yeah, it's very, very cool. And that's the end of the movie. That's that, the lightning version of it. Like, I tried to cram it all in there. There's a lot of things I skipped over, but we're not yeah, recounting an a, entire movie here, you know? <laughs> no, definitely a lot of nuance in that for you to watch and pick up for yourself. Yes, so definitely you need to watch it. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I did too. I really like, I couldn't remember. I remember it being really weird just because it looked so different, but I couldn't remember like if I really enjoyed it, but it was really good. I thought it was, I mean, it was very eighties. It felt like an eighties movie. Oh yeah, perfect. definitely. One, well, another question that came up is whether or not these are the same people because it's so different because it was on film and it was a movie format. Was this totally different people that worked on the movie? Because the only cast members we get from the main series are the five main Keatons. Right. Um, Skippy doesn't get to yeah. go to Europe, unfortunately. Uh, Skippy. Could you imagine Skippy unleashed? Well, yes, I can because of Killer Tomatoes Eat France. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. I talked about it on the show a long time ago, but Mark Price did a movie. It was like the fourth movie in the Killer Tomatoes series. And it's him on a trip to France, and he gets embroiled in the whole, like, Killer Tomatoes world. But in the movie, 
which we need to do a full episode on at some point as like a special episode. Yes. In that movie, he pretends to be Michael J. Fox. What? Not, not, yes. And he says, oh, I'm Michael J. Fox from Family Ties. And so all he's trying to meet like girls in France and in order to impress them. And they're like, oh, I love Michael J. Fox. He's so famous. And so <laughs> he goes around and that's how he gets to like meet cute girls is by saying he's Michael J. Fox. Except he's Mark Price. And he goes what? as Mark Price. Like in the movie. It's That's fantastic. Crazy. So we're, we're going to need to do a special episode on that at some point, too. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's a side note there. There is a chance to see Skippy in a form in Europe, but it's not in this movie here. Okay. However, Gary David Goldberg, who's the creator, producer, you know, writer of a lot of the episodes, he is still the producer, and he actually co-wrote the script for the movie. Oh. The director of the movie is Will McKenzie, who directed 36 episodes of Family Ties. Oh, wow. He's definitely, you know, part of the main Family Ties family. And then there are two other writers that co-wrote it with Gary David Goldberg were Mark Lawrence, who is a producer on Family Ties for 30 episodes, and he also wrote 30 episodes of Family Ties. Oh, wow. And then... Alan Unger also co-wrote the movie. He is a producer and a co-executive producer for 79 episodes of Family Ties, and he wrote 35 episodes of Family Ties. So the main backbone of the movie is the people that are doing Family Ties. So they know what they're doing. And they pulled off, like, that's a pretty big jump from TV show to movie like that. It's very different. Yeah. So obviously I think Michael Gross and Meredith Baxter... And, of course, Michael J. Fox had all done movies before that, so they were probably a little more familiar with, like, uh, how a movie would be different. But it's got to be both Tina and Justine's first movies, right? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty Mm. sure. Tina, who, of course, plays Jennifer, she didn't get to be in it that much. It's kind of funny. She is in some of the scenes in, in London and stuff, but she's, like, kind of missing from the whole last... Like, climax of the movie. Yeah, she's really not there at all, hardly. And did she even change clothes one time? I don't even think she had time to. (laughs) (laughs) There's a part when they're at, like, the manor for the weekend, and you've got, you know, Alex is out there, and he's he's talking with the senior lord. I can't remember what his name is, but his roommate's father, and he's trying to make a business proposal to him. Mallory's out there walking with Lord William. Stephen and Elise are walking together. They're all romantic, and then... Poor Jennifer <laughs> is stuck in the field with the animals. Right, left out there. She doesn't get to have like a person to be with, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, she finally got that freedom to be able to go do what she wanted to do and see what she wanted to see. And so <laughs> she just That's let the right. family do whatever. Yeah, she just got to be out there with the cows. Mm. So the other thing that's interesting, just a little bit of trivia here, speaking of other movies that Michael J. Fox did, this year, this movie came out in 1985, Michael J. Fox was in Back to the Future, which came out this year. He was also, this is the same year that Teen Wolf came out. What? Yes. Teen Wolf came out the same year as as all of this? And he was in another made-for-TV movie that he was the lead actor in called Poison Ivy. Which was like a summer camp movie where he's one of like the head counselors. What? So he was in two made-for-TV movies where he was a main actor and two Hollywood-type movies where he was the main actor. And then still doing Family Ties off and on. And still doing Family Ties along the way, yes. Wow. I don't know the production schedule of all of those, but this is a very busy year for Michael J. Fox. Well, no wonder Elise had to like carry him downstairs and put him in the car because he was always asleep. That's right. I mean, seriously, he was, he had to been working just like crazy hours. Oh, yeah. There had to be no time for sleeping. Now, the other movie that came out in 1985 that's interesting was National Lampoon's European Vacation. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you are with that one. <laughs> I've seen it a couple times. I like it. Okay. So, as we were watching it, and then I went back to look and see which came first, a lot of the plot of this movie is, like, identical to a European vacation. Oh, so okay. So, they go to Europe on a family trip. They get mixed up in, like, espionage. They have, like, these spies that are following them and tricking them into thinking they're someone nice. And they accidentally had them, like, smuggle something for them, right? 
There's also a scene in both of them where the family is like doing sightseeing. The kids are tired of doing all the sightseeing. Dad says, oh, we're having fun. They're like, no, we hate it. And he's like, fine, let's go do our own separate things. And they all separate out and the kids go shopping and the adults go and do their thing. Yes. Exactly the same thing in, the, in both movies. Oh, that's crazy. And they do the same gag where they get in the car and they are trying to figure out how to drive. And then they, you know, in the in this one, Steven like looks forward and like he's going to move forward and accidentally backs up into the car behind him. And then Elise gets in and then she looks backwards and then she accidentally pulls forward. Yes. They do like the exact same gag with Chevy Chase where he doesn't know how to drive the car and he accidentally backs up into a car in European vacation. Like identical. Well, that's because that's hilarious. Yeah, well, it's fantastic. Absolutely. <laughs> but there are so many parallels in there. It's kind of crazy. I wonder how they got away with that because it's not like they probably saw each other's scripts. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if they came out at the same time, they were probably just working on them in tandem and came up with some of the same jokes, I guess. And But I mean, there's a lot, a lot of parallels there. Yeah, that's so bizarre. One of the writers from one of the rooms had to have got picked up by the other crew. And so they went to work and they're like, hey, you know, this is what we were going to do over here. And they're like, oh, that's gold. Let's use it. Well, and European vacation. And this is family ties vacation. They both have vacation in the title. Oh, what? Yeah. They might as well get the trademark (laughs) office involved now because I'm pretty sure that's too close to the same. (laughs) Interesting observation there. Sha-la-la-la. I'm not going to go through all of the actors that were in the movie because there's like a, a whole cast, but I just wanted to highlight a couple of key actors, talk a little bit about who we had in this movie here. Okay. First of all, just real quick, a couple of the main ones, Lord William Clive Hopkins, which was Alex's roommate. He was played by John Mulder Brown. He has a lot of acting credits that are almost all British ones. Mm. <laughs> Okay. So a lot of stuff, you know, British TV shows I've not heard of. The biggest one that I am familiar with is Casualty, which is like a long-running series in England. So oh. a lot of people are in that. It's about a very casual t-shirt? Yeah, yes, oh. Casualty. Okay. <laughs> it's a spinoff from Dress Shirt. Woolen <laughs> <laughs> sweater. But he was also in the TV movie of Heidi. Oh, really? Which is your wife's name. It is my wife's name. I wonder why that sounded familiar. Yes, you've heard of that one. I have, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of British stuff for him there. Then we have, we had the two bumbling spies that were both in it, and we'll just talk about them briefly. The one, Luther, was the, like, the goofier guy. Mm -hmm. The one that actually, like, kind of helped him out in the end there and told them what was going on. Mm -hmm. He also had a lot of British stuff. He was in an episode of Casualty as well. But he also was in the 1980s Doctor Who. Oh, what? Yes. And Interesting. That's something people are familiar with. Yeah. In 1985, he was in Doctor Who. I wonder who was the Doctor back then. I don't know. I have only watched a little bit of Doctor Who, I have to admit. I'm not, like, super familiar with it all. I don't know that I've ever watched an entire episode. It's good. It's There's a lot of lore to get into, and it was daunting watching it but it was fun like i like the stuff i've seen probably watched about i don't know seven or eight episodes it's good the only other actor i wanted to go over because he's by far at least to me the most famous of the rest of the cast here the other main spy guy the more serious one was played by Charles McCune. Did you recognize him at all? No, I didn't, but that name sounds familiar. He's only got 25 acting credits, but what's significant is he's in lots and lots of Monty Python-related stuff. Oh. And as you probably know, I'm a huge Monty Python fan, and so I immediately recognized him. He was in. He wasn't actually in the original show, but he was in uh, Faulty Towers. He's in not only uh, Monty Python stuff, but all the like different Monty Python guys, all their side projects he did stuff with. Oh, that's cool. So he was in Faulty Towers with John Cleese. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, the Life of Brian, Monty Python's Life of Brian movie. He was in Ripping Yarns, which is with Michael Palin. He was in Time Bandits, which is a Terry Gilliam movie that also has John Cleese in it. The Missionary with Michael Palin, A Private Function with Michael Palin. He was also in Spies Like Us with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, 1985. Oh, okay. Same year. Baron Munchausen, Terry Gilliam, and Eric Idle 
And most recently, he was in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, which is another Terry Gilliam movie. So, oh, interesting. I, I love him. He's such a good actor, and he's so funny. It was really cool to see him in it. So Sweet. That was a big highlight for yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's fun. All right. That's our actors. So there was just obviously a large cast of people and a bunch of other uh, extras and whatnot, but... I'm glad that you only hit highlights on uh, the ones that we really interacted with. I'm trying not to keep us here for like 10 hours, you know. Sha-la-la-la! <laughs> <laughs> My one question is, is, you know, Stephen kept saying that he felt like he was being watched. How terrible are, is our memories? Because they were not even trying to really disguise themselves that much. <laughs> no. Especially not like when they were the same guy bringing towels over and over again, and then they... Saw them just a little bit later. Oh, and it's the same guy that asked to borrow a brush. and Yeah. And then they see him at the country manor. and Same guys there. So bizarre to me. Just because they had a different uniform on, they're still the same guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their face is the same. I think they did have a fake mustache at one point, but that's about it. Well, and you know, so like when he started to walk away, it was already like half off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all tucked up. And I was like, oh, that's going to look super real. Well, before we get to all of our special guests, do you have any like jokes or bits or anything that you wanted uh, to hit on before we move along yeah, here? Yeah, so I do have a couple. When Markham was sitting next to Elise on the plane on the way to England, he's like, oh, I can't believe you're so young and everything. And she's like, well, I did get married really early at the very early age of 11 and a half. <laughs> and he like stops and looks and Stephen just like rolls his eyes and I was laughing. <laughs> and then later there's a callback to that. Because someone described her as like a 29-year-old. Yes. You know, they said, oh, it's a, a young, blonde, 29-year-old. And Stephen's like, well, that couldn't be a, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm leaving my brush back home. I'm having some bristles replaced. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a, a bristle salesperson, you know? The bristle replacement program. Yeah, I think brushes must have been a lot bigger deal than, like... I don't know if I could identify what Janelle's brush looks like on a lineup, you know. Now, what if you had a hair sample from it? I mean, probably. (laughs) I guess. She does. Janelle has very, like, thick, long, straight hair. So, it's, like, real easy to spot Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's because it's very different. Mine's, like, real wavy and obviously shorter, you know. So, I think I could spot her hair. All right. Well, another one that I thought was pretty funny was at one point, Mallory gets flowers, and she's like, oh, I wonder who these are from. And Jennifer's like, well, they're from the person that signed the card. (laughs) Yes, even though she wasn't in it much, Jennifer got a good Jennifer line. She got a couple of zingers in there, and I laughed and laughed. (laughs) Um, Where'd you learn to ransack? In a barn? (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that one down, too. And then one of my favorite gags is when Mallory was teaching Lord, the Lord... Not the Lord, but, you know, the guy who played Lord. The cheer about Harding High. And so he got his entire staff to come out, and they're all, go Harding! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what a waste of your resources. But they were all so excited to see her. They were. Well, and Mallory was mildly impressed with it, so I guess it helped. Mm -hmm. What about you? Did you have any jokes? I'm just going to go through all observations, notes, jokes, everything here. Oh, okay. They flew on British Caledonian Airline, which I was like, that sounds like such a fake. Like, why would they make such a weird name up? But apparently that's a real airline. Of course. Or it was. Yeah. I thought I was going to get them on that, but no. Come fly um, the British Caledonia skies. I loved the soundtrack, too. Like, there's some great 80s synth stuff, which definitely helped sell the whole 80s feel. Oh, you know? yeah. For sure. And just one little, like, error that I saw at the airport at the very beginning when they're taking off. There's a shot of, like, the plane taking off on the runway. Mm -hmm. And you can totally see a cameraman crouch by the runway and, like, turns with the camera and follows the plane off as it's taking off. What? I missed it. Oh, I gotta go back. Yeah. I I had to rewind it to make sure. I'm like, is that someone that worked? No, that's a camera guy there. (laughs) He's like, I got to get that great shot of the back end of the plane. (laughs) My favorite bit with Alex and Mallory, because they had a lot of like, you know, banter back and forth was when they're arguing about toast and whether or not they had (laughs) toast in England. Uh And then Mallory's like, well, who invented toast? And Alex says, Alfred Toast invented toast. And Mallory's like, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Like she totally buys it. (laughs) Oh, good old Alfred. 
that and just after the whole car crash thing, they let Mallory drive, and Alex says Mallory can drive on this side because that's the side she usually drives on. Right. <laughs> Which there was a gag earlier when they were back at the house, and remember she drove on the wrong side of the road and ripped a bumper off one of the cars? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So that paid off here. Yeah. That's a connection back to the Long episode. Game. I also like Alex is not that far away. It's only two weeks. They come out and visit him on weekends, and yet... He has time to write multiple letters to his family at the hotel they're staying at. Yep. And the post has time to get it to them. So either the mail system is really fast in England, or maybe he hired a courier or something to bring it over to them. Yeah. Well, I heard that's the secret of his success. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Life with Mikey oh. is another movie he did. Now, they did confirm, Mallory confirmed at one point that they do live in Columbus, Ohio. And I feel like they've never specified that that's the actual city. I know it was like in that region, but they actually live in Columbus, according to this. Okay, so they gave it up then. I felt like, I mean, maybe they were just being vague. Or maybe they're like in a suburb of Columbus, and that's just her general frame of reference. I suppose that's possible. Okay, yeah, I guess that is a possibility. But, you know, the Lord was going to come visit them, so they had to give them uh, their address. One other funny thing was... When they're out at the, the country, and they've got, like, their whole crew of spies that are out there now. But, you know, when they kidnap Ma- Alex and Mallory, the guys, like, ride on the side of the car on the outside. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They're and just going to hold on. They don't stop to, like, let them in. Yeah, yeah. they're just kind of standing on the sideboards and just drive down the roads like that. Yes. So Seemed weird. very dangerous. And they were going really quick. And it was, like, they did it a couple of times, too. Yeah, they came in, they came out with it, and, and it was very... At first, like, you know, they were running to grab onto the car as they're peeling out from the manor. And I was like, okay, well, they grabbed on there. But then they rode that way again later on. I'm like, I guess that's just how they drive around. <laughs> it's got to be Is that now. an English thing? The last thing that I just thought was really funny was there's a part in the House of Lords when uh, one of the spies gets pushed up to the front and he's like in there instead of one of the other, you know, guys that's supposed to be out there. Mm -hmm. And he's in the full House of Lords costume and somebody calls on him to speak on the subject they're talking about. (laughs) Then he stands up and starts talking and nobody like recognizes that it's a different person. He doesn't even have a British accent. Yeah, I did notice that, too, that they were not from England itself. Yeah, sort of like a vaguely, you know, Eastern European accent of some sort. And they didn't even notice that he was not supposed to be there. And I thought that was pretty funny. Nobody is friends with that guy to where they go, hey, you're not that guy. Who are you? Nobody recognized. He's supposed to be Lord Finch. Yeah. And no one recognized Lord Finch. So they knew enough to call on him, but not enough to know that it wasn't him. I guess Steven and Elise aren't the only people that are face blind in this movie. So. Yeah. Well, you know, the premise works better if you could be face blind. Well, I think that that's going to do it for our portion. And I think it's time to get to some of our special guests. What do you say? I say we do it. All right. Up first, we have a special treat. Our uh, listener of the show and frequent writer-inner and participator, all the way from Germany, we got a message from Julia. So take it away, Julia. Sha-la-la-la! Hi, Phil. Hi, Keith. This is Julia from Germany. Um, you wanted us to talk about uh, Family Ties, Vacation, the movie. So... When I watched this movie for the first time back then on TV, I thought it was really weird, very, very strange. I guess I only watched it because it had Michael J. Fox in it, really. (laughs) But now, um, now so many years later that I watched it now um, for the first time in English and on DVD, actually, I liked it. Pretty much, actually. it's Of course, it's totally different from the TV series. but um, And it it is still strange. It has uh, some low points, but it's still a, a good movie. I think it's because of the actors. They save the plot holes and what's not working so well in, well in this movie, I guess. Yeah, I don't have much more to say about this movie now. But I just want to say thank you for all your great podcasts. And I really, really love them. Keep up the great work. Bye. All right. Well, we're here with two very special guests. Very special to both myself and to Keith. 
We're here yes. with the wives. Hi, Hi guys. <laughs> Hi. We're so happy to be here to family ties it up with y'all. Pretty exciting to be invited. This is our family ties uh, vacation extravaganza. So with the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love an extravaganza. I'm just going to tell you. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, I'm partial to those and to bazaars. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, those are good, are too. Great too. <laughs> well, so our listeners have heard us refer to both of you multiple times throughout the show. But just a very quick introduction so everyone knows who we're talking to. And since I'm talking and Janelle's sitting next to me, we'll start with Janelle. Janelle, tell us very quickly who you are and how you came to be on the show. Well, I am Janelle, and um, if you're a longtime listener, I have been a very special co-host. That's true, long time back, yeah. Yes. In the pre-Keith so days. You might remember me, pre-Keith. <laughs> and um, I am just excited to be here and talk family ties with you right. guys. You always watch it with me, so it's about time I you do. get to talk. And I listen, as you've said on your podcast, I listen in the shower. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we do love shower thoughts. So. Oh, yeah. yes. Shower thoughts are the best thoughts. <laughs> Heidi, let's hear about you. I'm Heidi, and I will admit that I've never listened to your guys' podcast. So what? I'm apologizing now, but... You know, to be fair, I don't listen to any podcast, so I don't. It's not okay. just you. I don't listen to any, but I do watch Family Ties every week with Keith. So it's about time I talk about it too, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, and Phil can attest to the fact that I have given you credit numerous times for some points that you brought up oh, as we nice. watched yes. the show. We've so, got lots of Heidi observations. I've heard in the, the episode. Heidi okay. observations as right. well. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> that went so well. when you do start to listen to podcasts someday, <laughs> I'm sure ours will be the first, though, right? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure of it. <laughs> okay. That, that's that's reassuring. That's yeah. And I'm so terrible that I don't even have it to download to our phone, so that way at least it would give us one more... Uh, um, subscriber. <laughs> Listener, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll I mean, I guess that, that's though. good. Yeah. Yeah. Get us another, boost us up on the charts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to have her give us a rate and review as well. The Bilbo, the Billboard uh, local podcast charts. Yeah. I think that's exactly. A thing. <laughs> I like the Bilbo one. It's right underneath the troll. Bilbo. <laughs> Bilbo. Yeah. <laughs> We're the one true podcast. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so speaking of our podcast one of the main subjects we talk about on the show is the show family ties and as keith mentioned previously this is our episode about family ties the vacation movie yes Let, what did you guys think let's hear some wife thoughts about this movie well i thought it looked really different than the tv show like visually I don't know if it was the lighting or because they were on scene or I am not techie like that at all, but it just looked different. And I noticed there was no laugh track, which I really miss the, the live audience <laughs> component. You didn't know when it was supposed to be funny, right? Yeah, I'm like, what am I supposed to laugh? There's nobody there to tell me. Come on. And then my other observation is Mallory's hair because I had my hair just like that in junior high and it was wicked awesome. <laughs> Heidi, me too. Yes, it's so cool. I had that exact haircut that Mallory had in like eighth grade yes. and early high school. Yep. And it was really cool. I think maybe my freshman year photo might be it growing out a little bit. But yeah, definitely the bangs, all of it, the whole thing. And I actually had a similar haircut when I was in high school too because <laughs> I was growing my hair out trying to look like I was in a metal band. But Oh. Didn't pan out quite that well. and Well, let's just say my first driver's license picture is interesting. Oh, that's awesome. I, I think maybe you should post that to our group. Oh, I'm not promising that. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Thank you, Janelle. I know who takes care of the social media. <laughs> oh, so Mallory's hair was actually shorter than when we finished uh, season three, Phil. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. yeah, she must have just gotten a haircut, I guess. Yeah. For the trip, right. probably. Yeah. <laughs> For the trip. Yeah. I yeah. often do cut my hair before a trip. Yeah. You so want it to. Sense. You don't want to have to deal with your long, messy hair when yeah. you're traveling. You want to look your yeah. best. You got to get all the hairs did, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're going to meet a lord. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very, very my, 80s. <laughs> it was such an 80s movie, right? Yeah, it really was. 
Now, to answer your question real quick, Heidi, also, the, the look that's different, it's because the movie was shot on film, whereas a sitcom in front of oh. the live studio audience is on video, like a video camera. There's my techie answer. Yeah. He knows that because he has a bachelor's in film. Ooh. I do. Well, radio, television, film, but that's part of it. See, it covers wow. both. That's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looked super different. They looked like... Um, like photoshopped is how they looked. <laughs> like their skin was really nice and everything. It was kind of funny. It's very jarring when you see it at first too, because you're so used to seeing it the other way. I feel like yes. by the end of it, it yeah. started to feel like a movie, but right. it's weird at first. It reminded me of those old movies that you would watch from the eighties or seventies, even, you know, if you're old enough and uh, just the way it was shot and kind of some of the blocking and stuff. And it was kind mm -hmm. of interesting to see because it really is a departure from just the, the living room, kitchen, you know, their normal yeah. sets and scenes. So I, I wonder how much time it took them to kind of get like into positions and to film all of that. You know, they had the main five cast members, the family members, but everyone else was all, you know, British actors. So they probably came over into an already operating set, did their bit, and then, you know, mm. went on from there. That's that's my guess. But gotcha. not Andy. Yeah. Andy. <laughs> Andy didn't make the cut. Got he was sneezing. <laughs> yeah. I was watching it with that in mind and thinking, like, how fun for them to film in a different country like that and see all those sites. Like, when we were watching them really seeing the sights on the tour bus, they actually were seeing the sights. That was pretty cool. So fun. Yeah. I would totally want to do that if I were an yes. actor. <laughs> It's why every sitcom from back then had a vacation episode, because the actors were like, can we please get out of this living room? <laughs> Film elsewhere? Come on. <laughs> Three years of in, like, two rooms of the entire show. like Right? Well, I was thinking, too, that that came out in 85. Wasn't that the same year that, like, Back to the Future was out and all the other things, yep. too, that we know, like the Goonies and all those things that are, like, iconic 80s movies? Yep. Back to the Future. Great yeah, so Michael J. Fox was busy, right? <laughs> yeah, this was a very busy year for him. Mm -hmm. So I had some observations about Ooh, the movie. Let's hear them. Now, before, I always would talk about Mallory's fashion whenever I'm on mm -hmm. the show. In particular, she sometimes dresses like a polygamist. Ooh. And in this particular um, movie, she had she changed her outfit first of all like five times in <laughs> one day. Yes. yes, she did. <laughs> Even like, I noticed that. Right. But at one time, when she was like making googly eyes with the Lord, her blouse she was wearing like a very like buttoned up blouse. Oh yeah, and she even had her hair like forward in the little bun. Now. Polygus hair is really long, but she had the top of her hair done. Hmm. Very polyg style. Now, if she was wearing like a denim skirt that was floor length, I mean, I think that would have been. <laughs> yeah. But she was. She was wearing a denim skirt. It was a denim blouse. skirt? Oh. Yes. Now, Interesting. What that tells me is not that she is dressing like a polygamist, but that the fundamental Mormon community yes. are big fans of family ties. I that think it's the other way it. around. It tells me that this. they haven't kept up with the trends of now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're still stuck in 1985. Yes. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Like, as a... You know, I grew up in the 80s. It was very, like, formative in my childhood. I remember watching this movie, like, when it came out. And I just really... I was, like, impressed with how good it actually was. Like, I laughed a lot. <laughs> I was invested in the story. I, I was expecting it to be really bad, and it wasn't. So, that's my... I liked it, that's too. my thoughts. I liked it, too. I liked that it showed, like, typical family ties values. Like, he talked so kindly about his dad, and he and Mallory had a real mm -hmm. moment and kind of loved on each other there. And all those things were nice to see, as well as it was funny and things. And it was, like, sweet. Like, um, when Lord... What was his name? Lord something? Lord William, I think. Lord yes. William yeah. was like, do you not like your sister? He's like, no, I love my yeah. sister. <laughs> you know, this is just... 
what we do. Right. <laughs> it's kind of our thing. So. This is how siblings it, act in America. Come on. Yes. <laughs> and fortunately, you know, when they had to talk about their dads, Alex did bring several framed photos of his family <laughs> with him on an airplane from America so that he could have them on a two-week trip right. in England. <laughs> Which is something that I, you know, when I went to Europe in high school for a couple weeks, I brought lots of framed photos of my family to put around in my room. So yeah, well, it just that make, was like sense. the first. Thing. It, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> How will you know what they look like if you don't have them there right. for a couple of weeks? Right. And it wasn't even like a full two weeks because they met up at the like mansion. Yeah, they came the out for the weekend. Yeah. So. But didn't it seem a lot longer than two weeks with? The amount of outfits Mallory wore, <laughs> yes. I was thinking it was longer than two weeks. Yeah. Yes. She had packed for a year. She Well, did. they had a bigger budget, you know, <laughs> since it's a movie. They're like, we got a wardrobe. Let's just, just buy mm-hmm. a bunch of outfits. We can make them. We can make it work. And it seemed like Let's Alex either wore nothing or he wore like, you know, three sweaters. which that had to be like he had to work out for that show because the scene where he's in the towel in the classroom i was like oh that's big for tv right like he was probably nervous about that scene (laughs) well i wouldn't be surprised if it coincided with working out for back to the future too right I th- you know, probably because... Probably a, the first Back to the Future. Well, right, because... Mm-hmm. Back to the Future 2 hadn't come out yet. Right, but I'm saying... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see, what, see what I have to put up with here? Oh, wait. No, the way no, but in the first Back to the Future, when he wakes up in bed and it's yeah. his mom, you know, she thinks he's Calvin Klein, no shirt on there, too. Yep. So, so he's like, I'm just gonna... While he's got it, while he's worked out... I'm gonna this done. Yeah. I'm gonna work out. He definitely looked more like the Alex P. Keaton or what Michael J. Fox that we know from Back to the Future than he did normally like Alex P. Keaton. I agree, yeah. He looked like Marty. Right, there you go. Marty Marty McFly. And and he (laughs) ran a lot in this movie. He had to be tired. And rode. Yes, he did. He rode that boat. And speaking of outfits, I'm sorry, I get into the fashion. (laughs) Alex P. Keaton was in Nike's Jeans and a hooded sweatshirt. Yes. Yeah. How I, crazy again, was that? I even yeah. noticed that. That and was like the Michael J. Fox version. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, I to agree see with him that. like so cash. But it wasn't even a monogram hoodie. Yeah, no. Where was his suit and his fancy sweaters that he had been wearing and all yeah. that? Well, it was right after rugby. Well, yeah, or you know when they all stole his clothes. I wonder if there was like a scene where he had oh. like borrow a sweatshirt or something mm, and they didn't include it i i that would make this sense together yeah yeah, yeah. Fill in the blank you do that for us <laughs> mm. do some deep dive all right well we'll see what <laughs> yeah. i can find out <laughs> well any other thoughts any final thoughts wives about the movie or family ties or podcasting in general well, I would just like to say that I have enjoyed watching Family Ties through again. It's been many, many years. I did. It was one of those shows for my mom and my sister that we would put on every week. Like, we loved watching Family Ties as a family. And it's been really fun watching Aww. with you, husband. And then I always get to hear, like, Keith and Phil start their recording. And it's fun to, like... <laughs> chime in say hi you know <laughs> go to bed because they do it at all hours of the night they do. but <laughs> so it's just been fun and i hope you guys keep up the good work same man it has been fun for me too it has been fun watching them all in order like i remember watching them as a kid but just like kind of catching them here and there not watching them in a complete succession you know like i have this time so even though i watch them every week I will listen to the podcast. I promise you guys. <laughs> but it's been really fun to watch them. Well, That's... you at least have to listen to this one, Heidi, right? I you're do. On it. You got to hear yourself. <laughs> That's what got me into listening to Phil's podcast was when I was on. It. <laughs> okay. So, all right, I'll have to download the app and do the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well. That sounds like a glowing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I feel honored you guys invited me and cared about my opinion. Thank you. <laughs> we always care. Like I said, I take your opinion and I make it mine on, uh, on a week-to-week basis. <laughs> but he gives you credit. Yes. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I didn't even know. 
Yeah, and you're... I just write in and push my opinions. <laughs> no, you give us uh, good information because we had no idea why you would need tennis balls in uh, a labor yeah. delivery room. Come on, Heidi. <laughs> Heidi, you know why you need tennis balls in the labor and delivery room. Back right? labor, right? <laughs> okay, well, well no. I couldn't believe. Like, I'm like, do you remember like, you how much remember, pain I was in? Don't you remember Lamaze class? Come on. No. <laughs> I mean, I vaguely, I do, but I don't know. They were like, that's so weird that they brought tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to put these gentlemen in their place as somebody who has given birth. I thought she was going to go out on the court. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen just to correct them. <laughs> You're gonna go yeah. back. You're gonna write into like episodes like of past and be like, "What?" Seriously, you guys, <laughs> from like episode two, I'll write in now. What were you thinking? That's good. Uh, go back through them all. Boost those numbers up again. Get us up on those charts. <laughs> well, it, we watched the movie uh, last night, and uh, we had my two younger ones with us, uh, Ella and Tessa. They're eight and four, and uh, they went to bed after about the first hour or sixty-five minutes and they were so bummed out that they didn't get to watch how it ended <laughs> so they watched Aww. it today so they got a chance to nice. finally nice. finish it they wanted to see what happened tessa wanted to know this morning if mallory kissed the boy <laughs> oh that's so cute yeah i love it okay then keith you have like one additional job which okay. is you gotta get a quick recording because our kids also watch the movie with mm-hmm. us, Ooh. and immediately following uh, this conversation with the wives, you guys were gonna jump over <laughs> to the kids, our kids, talking about it. And so, Keith, your assignment is to throw just a mic a in front of clip. your kids and just, we even if it's like this. two minutes or something, and hear cute talk from some younger audience members about the show. Perfect. I'll do it. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. It is an extravaganza. It is. We've got to extravagate all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Well, thank you so much, Heidi and Janelle, for being here with us. We really appreciate it. You're so welcome. Thanks for having us. I'm going to go watch The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. I I was told I wasn't allowed to say Bachelor. (laughs) Now you've said it twice. Look what you've done. You're going to make Phil edit. (laughs) We're going to turn over to the next segment now, and now introducing Luke and Audrey. (laughs) Okay, so... Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Audrey. And we're the hosts of the Vecchio Life Show. Thanks to Alex P. Keaton is my friend for inviting us to talk about the uh, Family Ties movie. Family Vacation. (laughs) We Um, watched it last night. (laughs) And um, we're going to talk about that a bit. We are, the Vecchio Life Show is a YouTube channel and we make cool videos like, we make like spoofs of stuff we just make fun videos i do editing luke does graphic designing and we both appear in a lot of them and we're going to talk about the family ties vacation it was interesting compared to the other family ties episodes we watched like it's not exactly a fam what you'd expect from family ties it was very much its own thing like First of all, they're not at their house, and they're in this whole mystery, and it's just very strange compared to the other family ties. Yeah, it's weird. They're never, like, inside, or, um, I mean, they're, well, they are inside, but usually that the family ties family are only inside, so it's weird having that stuff, but it's also cool having, like, outside stuff because it's usually inside. And it's cool seeing, like, London, because that's where it's set. It was kind of weird and different. They're, like, caught up in this whole mystery with these guys, and um, they have, like, this hairbrush. (laughs) Yeah, Audrey's right. It was weird. It was, like, a mystery. There were spies. They were, like, carrying a a microfilm, and I don't know what that is, so. (laughs) It was, like, hidden in this hairbrush, and the whole time these spy guys are trying to get it. You guys don't know what microfilm is? No, we don't know what microfilm is. (laughs) Like, imagine, like, a 
like, you know, film that you show, like, a movie off of, <laughs> but really small, so it would have, like, secret documents. It could be, like, still pictures or old, like, <laughs> film footage, but of, like, some sort of secret document. And it's not really pertinent <laughs> now. They wouldn't, that whole movie wouldn't work in the oh. <laughs> modern time. With the whole mystery thing, like, Alex is going to call, like, a exchange program in it's London. at Oxford. Yeah. And he's... And he's like, his roommate is this lord, <laughs> um, as he calls him. And, they, and then he ends up getting, like, bullied by all the, the, like, the lord and his friends, I guess. And then he ends up becoming friends with the lord guy. I can't remember what his name is, and that's why I'm just calling him the lord. Lord William. <laughs> lord William. Okay. Lord William. <laughs> um, I think also my, like, favorite part of the movie was... Like, just how all the time, I guess, that the spies were, like, they had really bad costumes. And I don't know how Elise and Steven didn't notice that they were following them the whole time. Like, they just wore mustaches. And in the first place, I don't think they even knew who they were, so did they need the mustaches? Yeah, so it, it, that, I really liked that. It was really funny. <laughs> My favorite part also involves the spy guys. They There's one point where they're, like, coming into the hotel room and they keep delivering towels so they can try to steal the hairbrush. And I like when Steven opens up the door and there's just, like, the stacks of towels in the bathroom. And he's like, I can't take any more towels. Just please stop. It just was... It really was funny. I enjoyed that part. And just how the guys kept trying to, like, get it in different ways and then... Elise, she just was like, oh, well, I don't think it has anything to do with us, even though, like, the guy she was sitting next to got <laughs> tackled by the police. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we really liked the movie, and come check out the, the Vecchio, wait, come check out the Vecchio Life Show on YouTube, and it's just the Vecchio Life Show. Uh, and I think that's what the cast called. Um, and thank you to Alex P. Keaton for featuring us on your special episode. Or very special episode. <laughs> Bye! Goodbye! All right, and I'm here now with Tessa and Ella. Say hello. Hello. So the girls watched the movie with us last <laughs> night, and they were so excited about it. Ella, what was your favorite part of the movie? Because they were rowing their boats and they fell down. Oh, yeah, they fell into the lake, huh? Uh -huh. Was that what happened to Steven, the dad? Yeah. Yeah, he fell off the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Tessa, what about you? What was your favorite part? The bad guys. Oh, you like the bad guys? No, no. Uh, <laughs> you didn't like the bad guys? No, like to go to the airplane. Yes. Oh, yeah. And on the airplane, did Elise, the mom, was she talking to a bad guy? Yeah. What did he do? Did he hide something in her bags? What yeah. What did he put in her bag? A brush. A brush. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. What? Were the bad guys funny, or were they really scary bad guys? Funny. They were, they funny. were kind of funny. Yeah. What did you ask me this morning about Mallory and her boyfriend, William? I don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about that? <laughs> okay, we won't. Okay, oh, tell, tell, tell us. What did you ask Mommy? <laughs> did you say, oh, did she? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, silly Ella. What about Alex? Did you think that he did a, a good job on the movie? Yeah. yeah! Do you think it was fun when you watched him play rugby? And yeah. all the, the time they kept jumping on top of him? Uh-huh. He just yeah. kept running. And huh? he broke his arm. <laughs> well. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't think he broke his arm, but I think he thought about Why? it. Why? But he likes making soup. <laughs> Making soup. He liked one, one, yes. one, and catch them. He did. Yeah. He ran so fast, huh? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Do you ever want to go to England and go see the bridge and go see Oxford, the school? And the big clock. 
Wow, but my mom. Hey,、uh, hi. You're more excited by the microphone, <laughs> huh? How does it do?、Right. Well, I'll tell you what. That was so good. Thank you so much for watching that movie with us. And do you like to watch Family Ties when we all watch it together? Yeah.、Here? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite?、Um, Jennifer, Mallory, or Alex? Um, Mallory. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Alex. Yeah. How come you like Alex? Because he won't laugh. Yeah, he's silly, huh? Why is Mallory your favorite? Because he likes us. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, girls. I appreciate it. And can we, can we just? We'll see you on the next one. Bye bye. Sha la la la. That was amazing. It was so cool to have all the special guests on this episode. Yes, it was. You know, some of them are near and dear to my heart. Yes, and mine as well. Absolutely, it's pretty great. <laughs> kids are cute, man. It's hard、are. to go wrong when you got cute kids. Yeah, I was definitely like herding cats, so that was fun. <laughs> it worked out great. It's good. It was really fun. <laughs> so we got to we got to say big thank yous.、Um, first of all, to Julia for sending in across the Atlantic Ocean a great message there. That was really awesome to hear from you. Yes, thank you, Julia. Your English is awesome, by the way. I know it was, it was it was really fun to hear your accent. I love hearing accents from all around the world. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, it was a fun little thing. It was also fun hearing the accents of our wives. <laughs> I feel like our wives we know their accents. That's true. It's more familiar, but it's wonderful to hear them nonetheless. It is, and I know that if I'm in trouble, then the accent my wife uses on my name is、uh, a little more、uh, important. <laughs> It's important to understand the accents that your wife uses, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so, thank you to Janelle and Heidi. You can find Janelle at My Vacation Pants. She's got a website, MyVacationPants.com, or you can find her on all the social media platforms. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. My vacation pants. Also, of course, she's the co-host of the Mandarian Orange Show podcast. Hey, that's a great podcast. People should listen to that. I like that one. Yes. Yeah. So please check that out as well, Keith. Where do we find Heidi? Does she have anything that she wants to promote? So she does have、uh, all the socials. She's Heidi Hutchison on Facebook and Instagram. She's not on Twitter, and she's on the one where you、uh, like save things that you want to use for decorating. What's that one called, Phil? Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest. Yep, she's on that one as well. So you can find her at Heidi Hutchison. Awesome, and of course, as the kids mentioned, you can find their YouTube channel Vecchio Life Show by searching for Vecchio Life Show. Are they putting out content on a regular basis, like every week? No, definitely not. There's a few fun things on there, and they want to do more, but. You know they have like school and stuff that keeps them from doing that and other activities. Yeah, but there's some fun videos on there. We'll need to check that out. My girls love watching、uh, kids on YouTube. So oh, they they've got a few fun videos. I think they at this point there's probably like five or six on their total. Okay, but there's some fun stuff. You know, sweet. We'll have to check that out. Yes. Where can we find your girls? Any uh, <laughs> any socials、yeah. for them yet? <laughs> no, you can find them at school Monday through Friday. Oh, that's good. <laughs> No, no social medias for them yet. Well, and I think that's going to do it for this extra supersized special special episode of Alex Bikini is my friend. That was so exciting! Thank you so much, Phil, for having me, and thanks for、uh, just you know opening my eyes to another awesome family ties experience. Absolutely, I'm I'm excited to do it,、um, and we're so glad that you, dear listeners,、uh, stayed with us and checked out this very awesome movie. And we hope that you'll come back and join us for regular episodes. Up next, we'll be starting season four of Family Ties. If you'd like to write to us, tell us your thoughts, or give us、uh, some insight into season four, of course you can do that by sending us a message to Alex B Keaton is my friend at gmail dot com, or you can send us a message on our Facebook page. And please don't forget to join. Alex B Keaton is my friend's Facebook group as well. We got a lot of fun stuff going on in there. Nice. This is it. Thank you so much. Ah,、oh, my pleasure as always. Thank you. All right, we'll be back again next time on another very special episode of Alex B Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we do, baby, without?